Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guests are founders of Vanguard Ministries in Pensacola, Florida, Lydia and Nathan Morrow. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you, Ricky Baker. Yes, welcome, everyone, there. to Gray Street. We have an amazing show today. Thank I you. want you to welcome our very special guest. We have Lydia and Nathan Morrow, who are with us all the way from Pensacola, Woo! Florida. <laughs> First, I want to welcome all of our viewers on the Living uh, Your Faith Network, yes. our brand new network That's that right. just started this last week. And uh, Marcella, tell us about that. Yes, we're so excited. We've just joined the Living Your Faith Network on DirecTV. And God just used the owner of that channel. You know, he reached out to us and he said, I believe that the voice of the prophets, what this ministry is doing here at the Jim Baker Show, the watchmen on the wall, now is the time to allow the voices to speak forward. And that's what we do every single day, every day that we come into your home. And so we are excited. We've just launched on this brand new channel. So we do want to welcome all of the viewers, all of our partners who are finding us on DirecTV channel, on channel 379. Keep watching every week at 11 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, you can find the Jim Baker Show. And there's so many exciting things happening, Dad. Here at Morningside, you know, here on our property at Morningside, God is doing amazing things. Ricky's preaching um, to the community, to what, you know, to our staff. But then also what I love is we have a brand new, this is the talk of the town, Dad. This is exciting news for us. <laughs> we have a brand new Mexican restaurant family and a family who's just joined our Morningside community here. And the entire community is just loving it. They're so excited about what God's doing. Morningside is growing. We're expanding. And if I can just drop a little secret, it's coming. I'm going to tell you, Dad. We are working right now, so stay tuned because in the next couple days, we're going to be sharing with you, we're working on reopening after COVID. We're working on reopening our discipleship program here at Morningside USA. And so God Amen. is moving and we're excited for what God has in store here at I want you to pray for your children, yes. your grandchildren that Amen. are school age or, or college yes. age, and that you want them to come to a place where they will minister immediately yes. where they will Hands learn on training. how yes. to run television for God. Mm -hmm. We need yeah. to take television back. Yes, amen. We need to we take That's the, right. the social media yes. and all of these things. We're, we're going into social media like never before. So great things are happening. And I must say this, this restaurant, how big is this family that's, that is now running our restaurant here. I think there's only it's it's literally a husband and wife, some of their kids, uh, their mother. So there's about five of them: the uncle, the mother-in-law. They're all back there, and 
it's truly just amazing. It's an amazing, it's an amazing group. group, and it's family. Yeah, the most fabulous food. Yes, it's it's. I don't know if you call it gourmet or not, but it is great authentic Mexican Mexican food. Dad. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> authentic Mexican food. Authentic. Yes. Now oh, I will okay. say I did have something. I wasn't on that making that decision because I said if we bring a restaurant here, if we partner with someone, especially with Mexican food, you gotta have good Mexican food. And so we're excited. We've had so many partners coming visiting us and. We're planning more events, and Las Casitas, who is who is um, here, they'll be hosting all of the events. They're getting ready to do our Lori's House reunion catering. So a lot of things are happening. It's exciting. And, and they're going to be open more hours than we used yes. to be. So they extended the hours. That's right. And it's all day and all That's up right. into the evening. Monday through Sunday, every day, seven days a week from 9 a.m. to 7 o'clock p.m. And so come and stop by at Morningside. Come and visit us. So I'm excited about it. I love growth, and this place is growing. Yes, and amen. God is blessing us, and uh, I'm excited about it. So, Mondo, so much is happening. Maybe you could fill in a, a little bit more of what's going on. Absolutely. Listen, on this program, we have talked about the cashless society that is coming, but it always grabs your attention when secular people begin to ask questions about the Bible. Right. One of the people that is talking about this on his popular podcast is Joe Rogan, and they're discussing about the mark of the beast and what would that do to a society, a cashless society. Is this in the Bible? And I think more than ever, the church is being positioned to be able to answer some of the most difficult questions from a biblical perspective and having a biblical worldview in an hour when many are starting to have a lot more questions about, mm -hmm. are we living in the time of revelation? Is this the message that Jesus brought to us through Matthew 24? And, you know, one of the things that I've noticed in, in media today is what we're going to be discussing um, today's programs, Dad, is deception. Has deception entered into the land of politics? What about this question? Has deception entered into the church world? Stay tuned because we're going to be discussing that today. But another one, Dad, that I want to mention before we get going with our program is a subject that we have been talking about with Lieutenant Colonel uh, Robert McGinnis and others that have been on this program discussing the situation with Taiwan. This is the latest news. Taiwan is warning of surge intentions as Chinese planes cross the median line. We are watching the defense in Taiwan and the ministry there warning on Tuesday that there's a possibility of a sharp increase in this land. We must pray for Taiwan, yes. pray for China, pray for America, pray for the nations, because one wrong move can lead to what a lot of experts are considering World War III. Mm. My lands. Well, we're so happy to have uh, Lydia and Nathan Morrow with us today on our show. And uh, they are leaders and co-founders of Vanguard Ministries in Pensacola, Florida. And Lydia is a third-generation Pentecostal preacher. Amen. <laughs> yes, Amen. Is there other women preachers in your church, in your 
family. I never knew people had a problem with women <laughs> preachers until I grew up. Until you became one. <laughs> yes. Right? And then now I get to hate mail. But growing up, I promise you, my grandmother could out-preach the whole tribe. Amen. I bet. I would, I, I would love to hear her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So I grew up in a family that was constantly in wow. ministry together and preaching the word of God. And I didn't know that there was anything other than that as the normal bar for the church yes. until I became a, an adult. You wow. are a preacher. Yes, sir. An author. And uh, this is your new book so that we have right here. Mm-hmm. Death to Counterfeit Christianity is the name Amen. of this book. And you can order that from us directly from Destiny Image. It will be shipped right to your house. That's right. So just go to our website and order the book. And uh, Death to Counterfeit Christianity. Become the revival remnant that releases open heavens through prayer. Amen. Wow. I, can I read a page of your book? Absolutely. I don't usually do this. But Honey, start out you're with. stealing my page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing your page? We're causing marital strife right now. <laughs> Honestly. We need counseling, I, no, Pastor. No, 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 no. I'm just going to. Okay, true confession time. I just have to say this right now. <laughs> If I say anything to Maricela, the next thing I know, and I haven't told you yet, it's coming out of her mouth to tell you. That's if fine. I say gotta anything to Ricky, he's got it. It's already coming oh out of his mouth. Goodness. If I say anything to you or show you anything, <laughs> so then I'm already prepared to share with you. Don't you know that that's I think what you mothers meant to say Mondo. are for? <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant to say Mondo. I keep your secrets. Yeah, yeah. wait. Mondo's number one, but if you're right, Ricky. Sorry, you can edit that all out, but I just had to get that out. Because I'm like, you know. I want to say this about... But I I am looking... Let me say about Lydia. Honey. Lydia, (laughs) Marcella... Oh, yes. Can I say... I, Our daughter. She's crazy about you. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, she she loves your preaching. I'm officially crazy about Seriously, you now. Seriously, I like <laughs> No, I... See, because of that, Lydia's first time on the Jim Baker show, so listen to our studio, to our partners. You got to pay attention. This is a mighty woman of God. I'm in my house. I'm watching her videos. I'm screaming. I'm shouting. She's firing me up. I'm like, okay, Lord, everyone has to get a hold of this woman of God and Mm -hmm. what she's going to bring to you. But truly, Holy Spirit-led, strong, brave, everything that the Lord says that we're supposed to be for our generation, for these times that we're living in, Mm -hmm. anointed. And this is what we need. When you know when you meet someone who's anointed or hear them, I'm like, Lord, when we're watching through the television and the Holy Spirit is coming into my home, you know that that's the power, that's the fire of Jesus. And so hold on to our partners who are watching. Fasten your seatbelt because this is going to minister to you. It's going to encourage you today. Yes. Lydia, you're a preacher, and I've been told you're like third generation. What does that mean? That's right. So my grandfather uh, uh, pastored a church in Augusta, Georgia for 46 years. Mm. He was my greatest ministry mentor. Um, My dad, my grandfather's son-in-law, my dad, uh, took the church after him. And then now my brother and I both are are preachers. uh, And, you know, me and Nathan, we travel all over the United States. So I'm actually a third generation Pentecostal preacher, uh, which accounts for a lot of the crazy Pastor Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Tell me about your work 
with one of the greatest preachers, I think, in all the world. I agree with you. From Pensacola, Florida. I agree with you. You know, I met Pastor John Kilpatrick when I was just a few days shy of my 12th birthday. Mm. You know, our story really collided because um, when my family grew up, you know, uh, in a mainstream Pentecostal denomination, uh, we loved the Lord. My grandfather had the steadiest walk with God of anybody I've ever met in my life. I mean that. His mm. prayer life convicts me yes. to this day. Amen. Okay. But the rest of us really grew cold. Mm-hmm. And that was really a common thing in the early 90s where mm-hmm. you could come to church, do the things, sing the songs. They'd preach a little bit. Nobody's praying really right. anymore. We had grown cold. We knew what was going to happen in every single service. We were bored to tears. And that's what we were dealing with. We were all lifting our hands and singing the songs and saying the things, but there was no transformation. And in that moment, my, my, uh, my dad gets a call from a pastor friend of his and says, you got to go to Pensacola, Florida to the Brownsville revival. And dad said, why? You know, he had actually come back pretty discouraged because he had gone to pastor school at Phoenix First Assembly, which became the Dream Center uh, Phoenix, mm-hmm. he had gone out there, learned about soul winning, came back, and nobody yeah. cared. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Dad was on fire for souls. Wow. Nobody else cared. Oh. He was so discouraged. He was very burnt out. So this guy tells Dad, well, you got to go to Brownsville. And he's like, I'm not going one more place to come back where nobody cares. Like, I, I don't want to see a bunch of flesh. Yeah. Right? And the guy said, people are falling out under the power and shaking like leaves in the wind. You got to see this. Dad said, I wouldn't cross the street to see that. Wow. We grew up seeing Pentecostal demonstration, but we needed to see fruit in a life transformed, right? And so the first time we went to Pensacola, Florida was March of 1996, because that guy followed up. He said, at this point in the revival, it's been going on for several months, 5,000 people have given their lives to Jesus. Dad said, that's it. This I got to see. Wow. So we loaded up our Ford Aerostar van and down we went. It's a 500 mile one way trip, Pastor Jim. And it drives me crazy to this day when people say I'm hungry for God, but they won't drive more than 30 minutes to go meet with him. I think you're absolutely crazy. If you starve to death when you knew where food was on the table, it's not God's fault, it's your fault. That's That's craziness to me. We drove down there out of burnout and desperation and hunger. When When we went into the altar that night, you know, Pastor Steve Hill preached an amazing message. Uh, we felt the presence of the Lord in there. The service was forever long. <laughs> I'm 11 years old. My little brother is uh, about eight years old. And we were mm-hmm. tired and hungry and ready to go home. And sure. daddy went to go down. They said, we we're going to pray for all the people who want prayer, mm-hmm. first time prayer. And um, Pastor Steve had given that altar call. And my dad said to my mom, I'm going to go down. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you can just stay here with the kids. And daddy took three steps toward the altar at Brownsville and he spun on his heel and he said, no, we came as a family. We're getting prayer as a family. Mm. Wow. And at the time we didn't think that was going to change our lives. We didn't, we had no real faith for that. If I could just be that honest. And we were annoyed with dad for making that statement, but I thank God that he did because it wrecked our lives. Mm. I had been so bound by fear. I was a little girl hiding behind the pews, shaking. I remember praying in my bedroom, Jesus, I know you got your hand on me. I know you've called me, but I can't do this. I can't do what you want me to do. And I was never going to get on a platform. I was never going to preach or lead worship. Never going to happen. When I got up off the floor at Brownsville that night, I was a changed little girl. I went from totally paralyzed in fear to completely. Is that when you became a crazy preacher? That's when I became a (laughs) crazy preacher. That's exactly when I became a crazy preacher. (laughs) 11 years old. 11 years old. This is 
Oh, my, my land. Yes. I gave my first altar call at 12 years old wow. right after we got back from Brownsville. Oh, my land. Totally went from paralyzed in fear to praying, preaching, and prophesying yes. in a New York minute. And that's when I met my pastor. And, of course, I, t I joke with him now. I'll, uh, every now and then I'll just look at him and go, Pastor, bless your heart. You had no idea that when you met me at Brownsville <laughs> oh. when I was that little girl that you'd be stuck with me forever. But, you know, studies show I'm very difficult to get rid of. <laughs> I love, it. I love it. I love it. I love your story. Oh. I love I love the way you love Pastor you, John you, and You're Brenda still working with John Kilpatrick. I mean you you That's right. You've been yeah. music director for yeah. his ministry. That's right. You you just do a lot of things with him. Yeah, Is he your mentor, you might say? He's my spiritual father. Yeah. Mm. And you know, when this is the truth. Um, I can't even talk about this without getting emotional. Please excuse me. No. But the truth is this. My pastor has been there for, for Nathan and I, for our little boys, uh, for Vanguard Ministries. Tell He's us, been there for quickly, us so many times. you have two little boys? Two little boys. We have Malachi, who is seven, and Jeremiah, who is five. And they are... We call them the sons of thunder. They are completely you gave them names. Yeah, we gave we what we've learned that we didn't know before we had kids is that if you give your kids prophet names, stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. that's what we know now that we didn't used to know. Wow. Um, we love our boys. They are precious. Um, they, they've, wow. They've really um, they've really taught us more about ourselves and the Lord than we could ever have, have thought. And we're trying to bring them up in what we were touched with yes. when we were younger. Nathan, what happened? What do you do with in the ministry? You preach? Yep, we preach. We both yep. preach. In fact, pretty much everybody in our team preaches. Yep. We lead worship together a lot. So Are I Are you sing. English? I am English, yes, sir. <laughs> we but love that's no your excuse, accent. right? <laughs> no, you have an accent. We love that British Are you accent. from Britain? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. You are. How did you meet her? So I came over in 20, early 20. 12, I think it was now, there was a move of God happening in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, we met there, and the rest is history. You say, <laughs> I'm stuck here now. I can't get back home. <laughs> but uh, I love America. Revival has great side effects. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 British so people are usually more... Refined. Re that's it, refined than, than <laughs> Americans. And uh, you, you married a humdinger wife. <laughs> Well, and that's I, I mean, they say, she the said truth. she was bashful, but she's not bashful anymore. No. That's the truth. Mar Marcella yeah. says she's one of the greatest preachers she she's is. ever heard. Oh, my goodness. She's incredible. Um, many, many years ago, even before I came to America, the Lord spoke to me and told me I was going to marry an American woman. So mm. I, I've known this for like 20 years ago when the Lord spoke to me, but he never told me I was going to marry a crazy redhead. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. So he hid that surprise fr from me, but... I'm going to be honest with you, our lives uh, are just full of life yeah. in the Lord. Amen. And what we do, I'm probably more selectively crazy, shall we say. <laughs> I can hide it a little bit better. But for what God has called us to do, mm -hmm. I, I feel like we have to be that way. We yes, have to be right. permanent contenders mm -hmm. for a move of God. And yes. so we, we're definitely in this together. She's yes. a little bit more vocal than I am, but... We love what God, yes. God has called us to do for yes. sure. Well, and he talks prettier than I do. So oh, <laughs> love it. We're just, we always tell people we're an international incident waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. Goody, what do you think the, the headlines say about where we are today? What, what, where we are living right now? That's yeah. where everybody out there is living. Right. What, what, what is your 
feeling? What is God telling you? I think it was Cindy Jacobs that said that the mm-hmm. news headlines of her You know events. her too? I do. Oh, I haven't seen her in ages, Cindy. but yeah, she's, she's wonderful. She's one of my dearest friends. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. She said that current events are the intercessor's report card. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I won't pick on the rest of the world quite so much as I pick on the United States since it's my home country. But I think that the current events show our complete bankruptcy right now mm-hmm. in Western Christianity. We are happy to go. We, the American church is just where we were. Right. in the early 90s, where we will go to church and do the things. We've got traditions and rituals, and there's, we've got spotlights and cameras and smoke machines, and right. we sound good, and we look cute, and we've got followers on social media. But current events, especially in this nation, could not be this desperate oh. if the church was living up to its assignment in God. Wow. If the church was contending in prayer, mm-hmm. we could not have the headlines that we have. Right. So I think that right now... When I see the news, it, it brings righteous anger out of me, Pastor Jim, yeah. because yeah. my frustration is um, the church is waiting for things to happen instead of contending in prayer and yes. causing things to happen yeah. or preventing mm-hmm. things from happening. Mm-hmm. I think that too many times we get distracted by current events yeah. instead of taking them to prayer. Mm. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. I want you to be prepared for any emergency. And we have online right now the greatest supply of survival food that we've ever had. And you can go to jimbakershow.com and you can buy all the products and you can shop. One of the things that all the experts have told me, money will, will be worthless if the crisis comes. And you're going to need something to barter with. You're going to need to be able to say, I'll trade this for what you have. And it's going to be just like 100 years ago where people bartered with one another. And we now have, we call them Baker's Dozen. And there are 13 packets in each box, different prices, whatever's in the box. But you can get things like buttermilk pancakes, a whole box of them. That box is $34.99. The pancakes are as good as you get at any pancake house. They are delicious. I know you're going to enjoy them. We have bread, 13 packets of bread. Or we have black bean burgers, which make great hamburgers. Or you can make a meatloaf. We've got mac and cheese. Every kid loves mac and cheese. So you can get, a, you know, 13 pouches, mac and cheese. And these are reasonably priced. And this is something people are going to love with children. We call it Morning Moves Melt. And you get 13 packets of melt. And uh, that's, I think, $59. And that's 260 servings of melt. It is really good. We have spaghetti marinara, one of my favorites. And you can get a box of that. I think one of the greatest bargaining tools in the world is going to be coffee. And we have our freeze-dried instant coffee, Baker's Dozen, dozen packets. There's 780 servings in the box. I'll tell you what, if you want to negotiate, I always have my coffee. I'll tell you what, people that are coffee drinkers, they will trade you for their, probably give you their car to have 
a packet of coffee. But go to my website right now, jimbakershow.com, and you can go there and order all of these survival foods and our special new Baker's Dozen food boxes. Remember, God loves you. He really does. And now, let's get back to the show. I feel like we're living in end times. The, the, the days are like none other in history. Yes, sir. And uh, you keep talking about the remnant. And yeah. I, I want to read this page. We're gonna, I'll get to it before the show's over, I hope. But there's a remnant that God wants to reach right yeah. now. Yes. God has a group of people out there and they may feel like, well, I'm just nobody, but no, you're, you're the, the remnant that God has left That's to right. use. That's right. And God is going to pour out his spirit. Yes. Upon all flesh. Amen. That's the remnant. He's going to do it. And Before I believe God has a, a, a move for the remnant. Lori, you had a question. Yes, I had a question for Nathan. Yes. I, I want to know about um, God. You said that God gave you a word regarding Queen Elizabeth, regarding Brit, uh, Britain, Great Britain, and the changing of the guard with Queen Elizabeth's death. Yeah, I'm not sure it's a specific word, but I would say this. Um, I felt like when that happened, a great sadness came upon me because of the entire royal family. They are the authority ultimately for that nation. Obviously, I'm British. It was my nation. I'm a dual citizen now. Mm -hmm. So I have an vested interest in both. Yes. But she was the one. She was the tongue-talking, saved yeah. woman of God in that family and the only one. Mm -hmm. So the second that she died, she's been my queen all my life. But when she died, I knew it wasn't just a queen and a king that was yeah. now coming in. I knew it was a changing of the guard spiritually mm -hmm. because yeah. the guard was down spiritually yeah. for the authority in that nation. Wow. I knew now there was an openness to other religions yeah. from that royal house. Mm -hmm. And moreover than anything else, the Holy Spirit's freedom through that royal family was not the same. And mm -hmm. so it was a sadness for me. I knew the Holy Ghost was sad too wow. because that change was happening. So I, I, I would call to America. I would call to England. If you're a prayer warrior, if you are an yes. intercessor, now so is the That's time right. to pray like never yes, before, Come on. specifically for England, because we need that intercession. Yeah. So God would touch King Charles. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. This is so desperate because it seems like the whole world is collapsing against God. Mm -hmm. Isn't that to you? It, it's just like there's a, 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 a massive turning yes. away from God. It's a Psalm 2 moment, really. The nations yeah. are really raging is. against the Lord. Right. It's happening. And in that moment, the church has got to rise up and take our place yep. in prayer. The, the Western church in this moment, you go to a Western church right now, you go to churches in the United States, the main things are worship and preaching. And I do those things. I support that. Mm -hmm. But right. Jesus didn't say that the church would be identified by those things. That's he said, right. my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Amen. That's right. We're in a moment where prayer is the number one most neglected meeting of any given church. Many churches don't even have a prayer meeting anymore. And yet the need for contending 
for the Holy Ghost to release his power again in the nations has never been greater. That's how I know we're in the end times. There is no prayer, yet we have these tremendous horrifying events. We have got to have the church rise up. And that's why revival is built every month. And there's going to be more. That's right. I'm prophesying that because I... We're, I know what's happening. We are in the re- Revelation days. Yes. Of course we are. And Jesus is, all the signs yes. are going to happen more and more. Yes. And, and there's going to be a great, great shaking. Yes. Uh, Lydia, tell us about yeah. what God spoke to you through the mind, uh, the gap message. Yes. So actually, that's very connected with England because we were in the UK. And, you know, I mean... Just to remind everyone, when we've had the first and second great awakenings in, the, in this nation, we had them in tandem with the United Kingdom. So right. we might have declared independence, but we're still very connected. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, maybe, maybe Nathan and I are a little uh-huh. more connected with that conversation <laughs> than others. But our nations are still very connected. Yes. We have revivals in tandem. Right. We really do. Um, and we were actually, we were over in the UK for a time of ministry. And I had, this coincided with, in my own personal time with the Lord, Um, I love to read the word. I love to study the word. But I had been listening to the book of Acts on audio, and it it wrecked me. It was different because it doesn't have chapter distinctions. It wasn't wasn't chopped up. It was just a continual dialogue. Mm -hmm. And the Lord was wrecking me with that. Well, we were actually, we never take the time to sightsee when we're going places. But this particular day, we decided we'd go sightseeing in London. And Nathan didn't want to take a taxi. (laughs) Because God saved the king. He was feeling a little economical. So we went on the tube, right? It's more so, fun. It's more fun. <laughs> fun. Yeah. Fun is such a strong word. Oh, uh, I know that. Hysterical. Thank God Nathan has a sense of direction. I'd still yeah. be lost in the underground exactly. right now. Exactly. It wasn't for oh, him. boy. They've got the map up, and it looks like yeah. a multicolored bowl of spaghetti. It I would does. never get out of there if it wasn't for Nathan. Right. But we were standing on the train platform waiting for the train to come. And it pulled up, but of course there is a little gap as you're stepping onto the train. And it's even, they've, they've emblazoned it on the ground. And then this little voice comes on and says, please mind the gap between the train and the platform. <laughs> and I, I know that y'all aren't impressed, but that, I've worked on that accent <laughs> for a long time. I, yeah, okay? I, it's good. <laughs> I it's just want to say I've worked on that for 11 years now. Okay? <laughs> but it occurred to me in that moment, oh my goodness, that's what I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. You see, if mm-hmm. I were the devil... In the middle of last day's events, right. I would convince the church that while the devil is active, Jesus is propping his feet up and doing nothing. Mm. Wow. I believe, now, we use the word revival a lot, but I think you must be careful with how we use that word. Yes. Because we've used it in America to mean special meetings, extended meetings, a special speaker. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm here for all of that, but that's not revival. Yeah. That can be fun. That can be godly. Right. That doesn't make it revival. Revival is when God shows up by his spirit to close the gap between my daily experience and what we see written in the book of Acts. Because the truth is that even though we are living in extreme days with all these crazy things happening in the world, that's all true. But if I look in Acts chapter 4, what I see is a church that was persecuted, a church that was being beaten and imprisoned for preaching the Lord Jesus in his resurrection and demonstrating the power of his spirit. But in that moment, they chose not to back down 
Yeah. They threw yeah. a prayer Amen. meeting. Amen. They said, give your servants boldness. That's they right. quoted Psalm 2. The nations are raging against the Lord and his Christ. Give your servants boldness and empower us to accompany your word with signs and wonders and miracles. And they went out and preached again. This is what we have to have. Yeah. And Pastor Jim, I believe, I know we've got people from all kinds of different denominations, all kinds of backgrounds, and I don't, I'm not trying to be ugly or it, it, whatever, but this is the God's truth. I believe that cessationism is yes. the biggest doctrine of demons that has emerged to the church. I believe that saying that the gifts have ceased, I believe that saying that miracles have stopped right. is both historically and biblically irresponsible. The same Jesus that moved by the power of his spirit in the book of Acts wants to move the day. And Paul yeah. even said, we don't have scripture for the gifts ceasing today. Right. Right. But we do have Paul saying, I didn't come to you. He's the greatest preacher of the New Testament. Right. I didn't come to you with enticing words of men's wisdom, but with the power mm. and the demonstration of yes. the Holy Ghost. You, and Lord. this bothers people. I've officially jumped on my soapbox. I love it. For Let's what go. it's worth, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But Paul said, he said, I did not come to you in word only. Yeah. I love the word of God, but even Paul said, That's I right. don't come to you in word only, but in demonstration of the Spirit's power. And why people, my generation and younger, are not listening when, when we're preaching and what, when we're having right. our little cute meetings. The reason they're not listening is because our lives have not backed up the message that we preach with demonstration. Mm -hmm. You know, the signs still follow those who yes. believe, Pastor Jim. Amen. And this is what we call revival. I thank God for what he did to me at Brownsville. I thank God for the bay where we met each other. Thank God there's many moves of God uh, happening right now. But you see, if I drive to West DeSoto Street in Pensacola right now, there's good people there. God bless every one of them, but the revival's not happening. But I've got two little boys. Yes. Yeah. And they're here right Amen. now. Yeah. And I have to contend with all that I am for a move of God in this generation. Amen. We have to mind the gap. In every place where I see a discrepancy between my daily walk and what the early church experienced in the book of Acts. You know, it's time for us to remember the book of Acts isn't a highlight reel. That's right. <laughs> it's not the greatest hits album of the early church. This was their normal every day. Dr. Luke was writing down what he saw. He yeah. sure was. Amen. I want to see the church, especially in the Western yeah. world, come back to a hunger for the Holy Ghost. We need to get over ourselves yeah. and stop thinking we can move on past his presence, mm -hmm. past his demonstration. We need mm -hmm. the word and the spirit's yes. power. Yes. And we need to stop settling for less mm -hmm. or we will be doomed to have church services without mm -hmm. the reality of the spirit's power. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Wow. Ricky, share with us what uh, revival is from a biblical perspective. Wow. It is that closing of the gap. Yes. It's nothing less than when God shows up. You right. know, it, I, the truth is, Ricky, we've got, we've got a lot of people that will quote Acts 2, and I'm here for it. Let's see it happen again. Yeah. But they don't want to talk about the 10-day, 24-hour prayer right. meeting that preceded it. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that the early church devoted themselves to prayer and fasting. They've spent 10 days contending for an outpouring that we are still feeling the, the ongoing effects of to this day. The, the truth is the Holy Spirit came down in fire. He came down. I'm not ashamed of this. He came in tongues. Thank God for tongues. The Spirit himself makes intercession. He knows that we're weak. Thank yeah. God for tongues. But they also, they, a lot of people stop there, and I'm not willing to do that. Right. The truth is they stood up in great boldness to the same crowd 
who had had Jesus arrested and handed over to the Romans. Wow. And they preached the truth of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, knowing that it could land them in jail, that it could cost them their lives. And of course it ultimately did. Of course it did. But they spoke truth to power with great boldness. This is revival and nothing less. The days that we're living in, we're seeing hate speech legislation floated around in the United States. The freedom (laughs) of speech is up for sale. But we need a group of of Holy Ghost remnant people who have met God in prayer and who won't back off to speak truth Mm -hmm. to power. That's what it's going to take. And it's going to land some folk in jail. Wow. We're going to see some persecution. Yeah. Of course yeah, we are. Absolutely. Of course we are. Yeah. Paul said, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that the early church didn't mind being persecuted because they'd met the real Jesus That's in right. prayer. Amen. This is, this is the That's missing right. element. We must return to contending prayer. If we experience, That's if right. we contend in prayer, we will experience first century church results. Mm. If we don't, we won't. It really is that simple. Wow. It really is. We are living in unbelievable times. Donald Trump is being arrested and he's charged. And if they win these, he he will spend 700 years in prison. Wow. Wow. Now, he's not going to live that long because nobody lives 700 years. Right. But he is facing 700 years in prison. This is the evil of our nation right now. And we're living in unbelievable times. In your book, you say that when you decide you are going to uh, press in for a move of God that looks like the book of Acts, you have a target on your back. Yeah, I've had a target on my back, so sure I know have. what that means. And, and I, I think Donald Trump has a target on his back right now. Sure. Tell us about some of the devil's schemes. Let, let's get, let's expose it. I think that Acts 16 is a great blueprint for that, Pastor Jim. You've got Paul and Silas showing up in Philippi. They're preaching Jesus where Jesus has never been preached before. God's doing this stuff. People are being completely saved, transformed, set free. The young lady who had a spirit of divination, yes. she, we'll talk about some more about that later, I'm sure. She gets completely set free, delivered on the spot. And in response to that, you know, we would all be throwing a party. <laughs> you know, this little girl just got set free from demonic possession. <laughs> Let, let's, come on, freedom in Jesus. Let's throw a party. They got arrested. They didn't get a plate of fried chicken after church. Yeah. They got thrown in jail. The Bible (laughs) says that the Romans threw them in the inner prison. They Mm. they stripped their robes off of them, beat their backs with rods, and threw them in the inner prison. See, I think that's a really amazing blueprint of what we see the enemy doing for those who contend for revival. The first thing the enemy likes to do, and I've never seen a time in my life growing up in church, uh, I've never seen anything like what we're seeing right now, the enemy comes to strip the mantle off of God's people. You You can be anything other than anointed. You can be anything other than commissioned. You demonstrate a fivefold gift, you are targeted immediately. And the internet is such that that's very vicious these days. Very. Mm. And so I think that's the first phase of that attack. And then the enemy beat their backs with rods. Mm. The back is structural. You know, and, and anybody that's ever had back pain can testify. If you got back pain, you got big pain. Yeah. 
You know, when I was pregnant with Jeremiah, he danced on my sciatic nerve for mm. six out of oh. nine months. So, oh. so I know about mm. some back pain. <laughs> yeah. It affects everything. Mm. It just affects everything. They were in tremendous pain, but then he put their feet, they, they can't just go in the prison. They've got to go in the inner prison. He put their feet in the stocks. Wow. In Roman prisons, that's preparation that's... for further torture. And that's what was happening to them. Mm. Wow. That's the early church. That's the early church. Everybody, okay? That, and the truth is, Pastor Lori, the, the enemy's going to target believers like that, people who contend for revival, yes. especially preaching Jesus in unclaimed territory. That's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You're going to see the enemy try to pick your feet up off the right. territory. It's all about, it's not even personal. It's about territory. Because yes. Deuteronomy 11:24 says, every place your foot steps, so shall you possess. So the enemy, even with the lockdowns in 2020, mm -hmm. it was about getting the feet off the territory. You can't come in here. You've got Think to stay in it. your spot. But the truth be told, Paul and Silas defeated the entirety of that attack by combining their praise huh. with their prayer yeah and that released the shaking from Thank heaven you. i think that's the template for both the attack and the breakthrough from the attack mm -hmm. in in a nutshell i think that's where we are yeah but again i, I feel like I, i'm a broken record if the church will pray that's right Amen. then the walls will shake Jesus. it yes, is that Lord. simple yes, tell me about what you call uh opposite mode I love opposite mode. When the enemy comes at me, Pastor Jim, I go into opposite mode. Yeah. I, I choose to praise the Lord in whatever the opposite is that the enemy's coming at me. If the enemy attacks me in my body, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to praise Jesus yes. for being the healer. Jesus, you are yes. the healer. This is who you are. This is what you do. And I thank you. There's no sickness, no disease that can ever stand against the greatness of your name. Praise God. Opposite. The enemy attacked me with sickness. Yes. I praise Jesus for being the healer. Yes. If we're facing financial needs at the ministry. I mean, that happens. That's life. Yeah, we're facing course. financial needs. I'm going to throw a party because we serve the God who yeah. sees our needs in Amen. advance. He is Jehovah Jireh. He Thank sees our you. needs in advance. He provides for those needs. Whatever the enemy is coming at us with, mm. I give. I take it as an opportunity yes. to praise the Lord instead of an opportunity to throw a pity yes. party. Yes. Yes. After Amen. a while, it makes the devil run right off. That's right. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I hope people will order your wow. book today. Yes. Uh, you can you oh. can order it online right now yes. at the JimBakerShow.com, and it'll be shipped right to your house in just a few days, and uh, this will yes. help you Maybe. to give death to the counterfeit. Christianity. It says wow. on the back of the book, and in a time when evil seems to run rampant, which we all see that, uh, do you wonder why Christianity seems weak and withdrawn when the world needs it most? Mm, we sure it. do. Right. And this book will help you so much with so, so many, I, I say simple answers, because yes. really it is simple. It's yes. not always easy to do, like yes. you were just saying, you know, you praise God even when your body's sick and right. not always easy to do, but you make that choice to do it. But there are, but this, these are, it's very simple. And you know, you talk about the mantle in here. I'm so glad yeah. you talked about the mantle. I'm glad you said that this is why he targets the mantle. He wants to strip it off you and make you wonder if you were ever called in the first place. Wow. Isn't Have that you ever the felt truth? That yes. before? Isn't that the truth? Order your book right now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, Lori? so before our time's up, Lydia and Nathan, would you guys please, yes. please honor us with some worship music? We with would a love song, to. Whatever, however the Lord leads. Absolutely, we would love we to. We love you guys so much. We are so excited to 
really get to know Lydia and Nathan. I mean, they are quite a couple yes, of people. Amen. And they Powerhouse. are, and I also love, and we'll talk about it maybe when we get back uh, with them, but I love how she talks about we have to, we have to, this generation, my generation, has to be strong and keep raising up the next generation. Yes. And you guys, yes, Nana, we your generation, our generation, your our you next know, generation, yeah, Lydia and Nathan's generation, your yes. guys's generation. It's your that your responsibility to yes. raise up the next generation. That's right. huge stuff.
Beautiful. Be sure to order your book right away. Yeah. Because I want you to get your book. Yeah. And we're, wow. the show's going to be gone. And, and if you don't order it, you'll forget. Just, mm. just go. And the name of the book is Death to Counterfeit Christianity. Mm. And Amen. there's a picture of a big lion uh, roaring on the cover of the book. And just go to our website and uh, you can order the book and it will c come to you. Uh, Straight from the publisher, exactly. Yes, Destiny Amen. Image. And it'll pay the postage That's right. and everything. Amen. Now, Lydia, did you write that song? Yes, ma'am. Wow. Uh, of course you did. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I say that with all respect. That's huge. I mean, it's yes. beautiful. You and, know, it was a spontaneous moment, Pastor Lori, but when we really look at the original language for worship, it wasn't musical at all. It was a bowing of your life to one yes. who is superior. Mm. Wow. Mm. And we wrote that in a season where we had to acknowledge his lordship yes. in ways that made us extremely uncomfortable. We were going through some hard times. Yeah. yeah. And I had to look right at him and say, I bow. I don't get this, but I bow my whole self yes. to you. Wow. And that yeah. is what pleases yeah. him. That's it. That's it. It's the, the starting place. It is the starting place. Could you talk about what you call the unlikely ones? and the role that they're going to play in these last days. Absolutely. You know, when we look in Scripture, I think sometimes we really romanticize the Bible in ways that God never intended us to do. When you really get down to the nitty-gritty of who these people that we call the heroes of the faith were, yes. Yes. most of them were pretty messed up folk. Yeah. You got Moses killing folk, okay? <laughs> you've, got, you've got David, who his own daddy didn't like enough to invite to the church service where he was supposed to get anointed. Right. You've got Gideon, who is threshing wheat in a wine cellar, hiding, he's basically hiding under his bed from the bad guys because yeah. he's such a chicken. Let's use that guy. <laughs> Let's use, this is the guy. Yes. Let's use that guy to beat an army that we can't count. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He, he's got his teddy bear and he's crying for his mommy. Uh, Let's use that guy. Uh -huh. You've got Elijah, uh -huh. whom we would never let into our church services. He is a oh. wild man. Right. And like, if you really even look at 1 Kings 17, God didn't tell him to go to Ahab and, to, and, and call for a drought. He decided to show up and say, because I said so, it's not going to rain until you repent. And then it says after that, then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. This dude was so tough. He shows up without a direct word. And he looks wild. He's wearing a leather uh, a camel hair and he's wearing a leather belt and he's, you know, wild and crazy and yelling at people. We wouldn't even let that into church. And he's one of the greatest prophets of the Old Testament. It is all the right. time in scripture. When you really look at scripture, mm -hmm. it's the people nobody would have chosen. Mm -hmm. But we can look around this table. I'll be the first one to say, I was the kid hiding behind the pew. I was never going to do this. This is crazy. God consistently chooses yes. people who we would call unlikely, and he does it because when we know who we are, who we're not, yes. how we don't measure up, right. it's not necessarily that we've got an inferiority complex, mm -hmm. but we know, we know that the only way we can do what the Lord has called us to do is by him showing up and living it. You know, one of my mentors said it like this, God's not counting on you. He's counting on himself inside of that's you. Right. Yeah. And that's why God comes okay. for the unlikely ones. He wants to use the people that 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 everybody knows that is going to be God getting the glory for yes. this and not their Praise awesome God. skill set. Amen. That's what so we need. Good. What do you believe is the missing link, you might say, element in the Western church today? We are groaning in the, in the Western church for a complete lack of discernment. Wow. 
You know, the, the book of Malachi, we feel so strongly about the book of Malachi that our first son is named Malachi. Um, and everybody quotes the tithe scripture. I think everybody should maybe go read the rest of right. the book. There's three other chapters. There, there's a <laughs> lot in there that's nothing to do with your money, even right. though I think you should, you know, give your money to Jesus as well. But the truth is the end of the book of Malachi, Malachi chapter yes. four, describes the revival that we all say we're praying for. The one where the hearts of the fathers turn to the sons mm -hmm. and the sons to the fathers. Mm -hmm. Send you Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord. We, we want that revival, but you back up just a little bit. And in Malachi chapter 3, verse 18, before that revival, it says, Then you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves me and the one who does not. Yes. And if you want that revival, we've got to cry out for that discernment. Yes. Mm -hmm. We have been so swindled in the American church. Mm. We let anything in a pulpit. Mm. We mm. don't care if their public life doesn't match their private life. Mm. We have, and again and again, the American church has paid the price right. for liking a good show, but not calling for integrity. Mm. Oh, that's truth, serious. It's so serious. And it's become such a circus. Yeah. And we have got to have a return of discernment to the house of God. The Bible says in Proverbs 2, 1 through 5, if you cry out for discernment, then you will have the fear of the Lord and the knowledge yes, of God. Amen. Wait a minute. If you don't cry out for discernment, you don't really know God. Wow. Wow. You don't it's have the huge. fear of the Lord. You're not mm. anchored. Oh, yeah. And what happens is then we fall victim to somebody who has a lot of likes on YouTube and some great crowd shots. Oh, God. But there is a total discrepancy between that which is public and private. Mm -hmm. We have got to have yes. a return to legitimate Christianity in the church to where our private life matches our public demonstration. Yes. And there is a, a, a seeing things for what it really is. I'm going to take a, a few quick questions. If yes, we sir. Can. So good. You received a warning from God regarding a plumb line in America. Yes, sir. I did. Could you share that? I'd be honored to. Um, this is a word. I want to just say this. Pastor Jim, I didn't ask God to speak this to me. And when he did speak it to me, it scared me to death. Oh. And I, in, in a fear of the Lord way, I still, I still, he gave it to me. I was writing faster than I could keep up with it. It was one of those moments in God. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't ask for this word. I want to say that I'm not targeting anyone because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit specifically did not tell me who he was talking about. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I do have a sense in my spirit that this applies to more than one or two people. Okay. So I'm putting that out there before we go here. All right. Because this is a very heavy word. Okay. Um, and I didn't volunteer. But this is what the Lord said. He said, there have been key junctures when he has dropped the plumb line of his justice. He said, even as it has been, so it is about to be again. He said, the imposters who have trampled on my grace are about to be dealt with as the plumb line drops he said, structures that have been erected out of the ambition of the flesh are about to be brought down, for I am bringing a great realignment to my church in this hour. Many will say, where is your grace? He said, I will no longer allow my grace to be misrepresented or perverted or twisted so that someone can make a profit, for I will expose that which was not born of my spirit. Mm -hmm. The Lord said, bow yourself low because your king will walk in your midst. He said, remember the 1980s. There was such a lot of falling away in the 1980s. The Lord reminded me of that specifically. He said, remember when the plumb line dropped? I thank God for repentance and yeah, grace yeah. and mercy in the yeah. aftermath of that. Yeah. But we must remember it. It's a warning. 
It's a warning from God. He said, remember when the plumb line dropped, keep your eyes on the king because many entertainers will fall. Dominoes, they will fall because it has all been a game to them. Wow. Mm. I believe we're about to see great Shocking. exposing in the American church, Pastor Jim. Yeah. It's going to be a, a shaking like we've never seen before. I believe it. You said about... I've written it down. You, you, we live in the world where the church takes its cue from the world. Yes. And you're not happy with that. I know that. Yeah, that's God's right. not happy with well, that. How, God's not happy. How but we but the church has gotten. Well, we got to. We went. I know what happened. I've been. I was a part of it. I mean, every we we we, we entertained. We did all yes, the sir. things that the the world liked, and it's not. It's time for a move of yes. God, a repentance yes, to God. Real repentance. What I love about you is that your life is a demonstration of how nice God is with yeah. ultimate true repentance. Yeah. We've got to have it back to the church. We have gotten to a place where the church takes its cues from the world because we've worshiped at the altar of repentance. Uh, uh, we've worshiped at the altar of relevance. Mm. We need the word relevance purged from the church. Yes. We need altars that are messy with people yeah. crying, yes. Yes. praying yeah. with their babies, yeah. without the mood Amen. music. Yeah. We need the reality of yeah. God visiting his people again. And it won't Amen. happen through re relevance. It will only happen through repentance. Praise God. It's so true how wow. we need those altars oh, back. Oh, we do. I mean, I remember in 1989 when I really gave my life to I the believe Lord we're going to have revival. I, mean, I believe altars. God's sending revival. Oh. I'm, I'm getting ready for it. I want it. I'm, I, I just pray for re, your home, yes. your family yes. to be saved, your children. Amen. I pray for your healing and yes. your uh, salvation yes. in your family. Oh. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Our time's totally gone for today. We just, in the name of Jesus, yes. agree together yes, God. for healing in your family, for salvation. If you don't know Jesus, ask mm. him in right yes. now, yes. and he'll come in your heart. Mm. Live for him. It's all you got. Amen. The only hope is to know Jesus Christ right. as your Lord and Savior. I, I really want to thank Lydia and Nathan for being here. Yeah. You're what a yeah. blessing you've been to Thank us. Thank you for the honor. We appreciate and it. And so we much. hope you'll come back. Yes. Yeah. And uh, just remember God loves you. Amen. Don't let anybody tell you he doesn't because that's a big lie. Mm -hmm. God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye mm -hmm. for today. Bye-bye. We love you. Thank you for watching today's program. Will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588? That number again is 1-888-988-1588. Or you can connect with us on our website at www.jimbickershow.com. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world.